Hallelujah. We want to welcome you from the beautiful suburb of Silver Sands in Cape Town, South Africa. From wherever you are watching us, we pray that you've been blessed already by and through the inspiring word of God through singing, through worshiping, coming into his presence. Irrespective of what you are going through, where you are at the moment, we want to encourage you this morning that, that God is not done with you yet. God is not done with South Africa. God is, God is not done with your family. God is not done. He's, he's something amazing is about to, 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 to hit South Africa, to hit the world. The, the greatest harvest of souls coming into the kingdom of God. We, we have seen that, that, that in, in entertainment uh, could, could not bring a cure. Um, uh, uh, the, the, the people that we've made idols cannot, cannot, cannot touch your life right now. We've seen that economies have fallen because money cannot do what God can do for you. And so we pray that, that, that nations will come back on their knees and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord that South Africa will fall to its knees and give God the recognition, to give God the praise, to give God the acknowledgement that without God, without acknowledging the King of Kings, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we cannot, we cannot move forward. This morning, I want to encourage you that God will lift you up. God, God will satisfy the thirst of our nation. The thirst of people calling out to a God that's alive. The God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, hallelujah, is about to show up in your house. He's about to show up in your place of work. He's about to show up in your life. Maybe you have the virus. Maybe you've contracted the virus. We declare in the mighty name of Jesus, every virus die in the name of Jesus, and we declare life. This morning, I want to speak briefly to you. I want to encourage you through the word of God. You know, many times we speak about we speak about having faith in God, believing. But sometimes we confuse believing with feeling. And so, so God wants to bring us back. We must find out what the Word of God says so that we can move in His power. So that we can move in the manifestation of the glory of God. And so this morning, as you relax, take a cup of coffee wherever you are. Get the family together. And listen to the word of God. It is the word of God that will change your life. It is the word of God that will lift you up. It's word, maybe some of you are depressed. We come against the spirit of suicide. We come against the spirit of death. And we declare life over you. You, 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 have, not, you have not just uh, uh, by accident. You're not just watching this by accident. God has ordained it for this time, for this season, for you, hallelujah, to listen to the word of God and be changed forever. In the mighty name. Of Jesus Christ, our team have really been a blessing. Thank you, guys. You may take your seats as we get straight into the Word of God this morning. Amen. I'm going to speak to you briefly about faith versus feelings. Faith versus feelings. Faith versus feelings. Who knows? Your feelings can get you into a lot of trouble. If you, if, you, if you are always led by your feelings. Feelings changes every single moment. Uh, sometimes we are happy because of what we got and, and, and maybe we're disappointed of what 
that we didn't get and what has happened to me and why me and we are moved by our feelings but if we're ever going to move and be victorious we have to walk by faith and not by our feelings hallelujah so god has got a formula god is in his word god is in his word gives us direction he gives us instruction how then do we do we not deny feelings because feelings will be there but we will not be controlled by our feelings we will be controlled only by the word of god so so when when you when you start to bake a cake or you you, you make something there's a there's a formula to the success to this thing and so knowing the, the word of God is not enough. Have you ever spoken to somebody and said, oh, but I know that. I, 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 I know that. You don't have to tell me anything. I, I know every scripture uh, in, my, in your head maybe, but not in your heart. Amen? Because head knowledge impresses people. Hey, when somebody can quote scripture, it, 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 makes, you, it makes you wonder if you're ever going to make it to where they are. Amen? But it's not so much your head knowledge, then it is your heart knowledge that will bring results. Amen? And so this morning, I want to give you quickly four, four, four things to this formula to bake this cake, to make sure that, that we get this thing right. Amen? There's nothing as beautiful as, as, as getting busy, doing something for the first time, or maybe a couple of times. If you like me, it will take me about like Thomas Edison, a couple of thousand times to get this thing right. Amen? Uh, but eventually, if you keep on, you'll get it right. Hallelujah. You'll you get it right. So don't, don't get discouraged. The, 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 the number one, the, uh, number one um, um, uh, um, ingredient is to find out the promise in the Word of God. Number one, find out what God says in His Word concerning your thing. You can never move to a place of success if you don't know what God says about something. Amen? So we have to find out what God says wherever you are, whether you're you sick or going through some stuff in your life, find out what God says first. Shut, shut out all the other things and find out what God says. When God says it, you can take it to the bank. So number one that you must do, instead of just being moved by your feelings, Find out in the Word of God what God says. Find out what promise concerning this thing that you are going through. Find out what God says. I don't know about you, but there comes a time in your life when you've asked everybody, and everybody's giving you advice, and it still doesn't work. You have to then, please come to your senses, like the prodigal son. Please come to a point. Where you say, listen, I've tried everything. But I can guarantee you, maybe you've not tried the word of God. The word, the word of God is so powerful, it cannot fail. The word of God is so powerful that it always produces success. So wouldn't we rather first consult with God before we consult with people? So the Bible, so, so before you even try to be uh, 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 successful, you have to find out by the, the most successful person what he says about certain things in your life. So find out what the promise of God is. Number two, then believe it. Believe the word of God. You know what? I, um, in the week, 
I made the mistake of believing somebody that I thought has got my best. Maybe, maybe this person had, but, but you know what? You, you believe. You, you, you believe. Because, I mean, this guy is supposed to know his job. And so um, I, 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 I went for an operation, and, and, and the doctor said, Mr. Sheffers, this, this here is fine. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. You won't feel a lot. It goes quick. I believed him. Full of confidence. I go. And I believed him. I believed him. I believed him. He's, he's the doctor. It won't hurt. So much. it would be a little bit uncomfortable. If I knew what little bit uncomfortable, what's his definition, I would not have done what I did just lie still. Some of us, we believe people too easily. They say, it's not going to be that bad. You know, you, it's not going to be, and then you find yourself 20 years still trying to recover from some stuff. Because you believed him. You believed him. And I'm not saying go around and be cynical and, and not, not uh, believing people, but what I'm saying is sometimes we believe people's words above the word of God. In this time, everything is shut down. What a time to sit down and find out the promises of God, what God has for you, what God has for me. Now, secondly, you have to believe. So find out what, what God says. Believe. Number three, do not consider in the moment that you are contradictory circumstances that you are sitting under. Yes, it's, it's bad at the moment. Yes, the economy is bad at the moment. Yes, maybe family members uh, have been... Uh, had contracted the, 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 um, the coronavirus or, or colleagues or, or, or friends or, or, or loved ones. But it's not the end. You can stand on the word of God and say, what does God say about this virus? What does God say about my circumstances? Maybe you lost your job. What is God saying to me today? Find out God's promise. Find out what God is saying about your circumstances. Find the promise. Believe God. Do not consider contradictory circumstances. Now, now this is where people usually, where, where people mess up. They say, are you saying that I have to deny where I am? No, that's not what we're saying. You're sick. That's real. It's a fact. But there's a greater fact than that. There's a greater word than the word that you are sick. And that's the word of God. I choose to believe the word of God. I choose to stand on the word of God. I choose to speak the word of God. I speak in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of a Red Sea, in the midst of a lion, the lion's den, in the midst of being in the fire, I choose to believe the word of God. And I'm telling you, you're going to get out of the fire, you're going to get out of the lion's den, you're going to walk through the Red Sea, and God is going to change your circumstances. Hallelujah! Of course, it's not the end. You're in the fire right now. You can either choose to find out how to get out or you can start to still stay in the fire. I choose to get out of the fire. I choose to, I choose to speak the word of God. I, speak, I choose to speak life. I, listen here, don't park where you are. Don't park where you are. Wow. Number four. Praise God for the answer. Woo, Hallelujah. 
Praise God for that. Doesn't it look foolish for somebody that says, by his stripes I'm healed and you're lying in bed? Doesn't it look foolish if you speak something that's contrary in the, in the world's viewpoint? They look at you and say, I told you that those Christians are a bunch of crazy people. But I can guarantee you, the same people that call you crazy is the same people that will be shut up. Their mouth will be shut up when you start to walk out of that bed, out of, out of, out of your room, when you get up from that bed. When they start to see you prospering, when they start to see that, my God, my God, their God must be real. Maybe they'll never tell you that, but, but they'll know that, 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 that you called upon your God when things look so dark, uh, and, and God lifted you up, uh, and, and they will stand in amazement. Some of them will too, be too embarrassed to come and say, oh, wow, wow, we believe your God. I don't care. You have to accept the fact that my God is alive and I told you what he was going to do before I got up. Hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus. Woo! I'm almost done. I'm going to give you one scripture. Because you know what? Sometimes when, when I give you too much food, you know when there's a buffet? You ever been to a buffet? No. You don't eat. You know you're going to a buffet. You don't eat the whole day. moment you walk into the restaurant or wherever it is and there's, a, there's so much food. Have you ever felt so inadequate because you can't make up your mind where to start? Right? And you tell yourself, I've paid a lot of money. Some people say, I'm going to eat from the west to the east and from the north to the south. I mean, I'm going to devour this just to find out after your second portion, you get so mad at yourself because you can't get. I lay before you a buffet. You don't, a buffet, you don't rush into things. You don't try to jump and, 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 and fight to get in front of the queue. There's enough. In God's word, there's enough. There's enough healing for you, hallelujah. There's enough breakthrough for you. There's, there, there's enough new things for you, hallelujah. And God says, I'm ready to give it to you. Hallelujah. So I, I don't want to give you too much. I want you to take this word. I want you to find the promise that God has for you. I want you to believe the word of God. I want you to come to a place that even if you see negativity, you don't deny it, it is there. But it doesn't rule you anymore. It doesn't determine your life, your destiny anymore. It will not stop you in your tracks because of how you feel. But you will then move to a place in God's word where you are only moved by the word. Of God. The Bible, the Bible says, don't be moved by your feelings. In the book of John, in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 24 to 29, God starts to speak and shows us what happens when somebody, he's been spending time with Jesus. Wow. 
For three and a half years, he walks. He sees the miracles. Jesus tells them that he was going to die. What happens then is this. Jesus dies. He also said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wake up again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be resurrected again. You'll see me again. Can you imagine people walking with Jesus himself for three and a half years, tells them what he will do, see the miracles, all this. And yet there's one that says, unless I see him, unless I can touch him and feel him, I will not believe. Are we maybe like Thomas that says, Unless somebody comes and gives me 10,000, I will not believe. Unless somebody comes and gives me just one touch and I rise up here, I will not believe. And unless something happens now, I will not believe. Jesus starts to speak. And we find, find out in God's word, but Thomas, one of the 12 called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Well, he wasn't with he, he, he wasn't, so their word would not be good enough. Continue. The other disciples therefore said unto him, not just one disciple, many disciples said, therefore I said unto you, we have seen the Lord. Wow, you see the excitement. I'm telling you where you are, get excited. I've seen the promise. Oh, hallelujah. So, some, some of you are jumping right now. And some, some, of, your, some of your members, uh, some of your family sitting there, are you crazy? They listen to this word. They also listen, but you're the only one jumping around and saying, I see the promise. Hmm. We have seen the Lord. But then he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the, in, and or thrust into his side, I will not believe. You want to see physical evidence? You, 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 want, to, you want to tell me you, you cannot accept his word? Then later on, Jesus appears eight days later. Stands and says, fear not. And then he calls Thomas. He says, come here. I am. You heard me. You heard that I rose again. I was here. You did not believe. Now come. Look, look at the grace of God. God has still got grace. He says, look, look, come. You know, if I was Jesus, I would have said, and I speak Afrikaans, yay, yay, come. You come here. How long must I still be with you? But now that you are here, come here. Put, no. Can you hear the love and the grace? Come. Come. Now put your finger in my hands. Put your finger in my side. And then he says, he says, now listen, do not confuse grace with admonishment. Uh, or or, or we, we, we God can come and say, okay, I've shown you my grace. Now, let me show you the lion. Jesus says, I can be graceful like a dove. 
but I can also be a lion out of love. He says, you say you believe based on touching me, feeling me, seeing me physically. Let me tell you something. Blessed are those that have not seen but yet believe my word. Right where you are. We don't see Jesus physically, but the Bible says, blessed are we. Blessed are you that will believe the word of God irrespective of what you see today. Irrespective of where you are today. God says you are blessed because you believe. Believe the word of God. Some of you have gone through a lot of pain. Some of you have gone through a lot of loss. Some of you are sitting and wondering. Now, if today, will, will God accept the lack, of, the lack of my faith as you come today to him? He's actually waiting. He's actually saying, I want you to come. I, I see your brokenness. I see you struggling. But it's not the end. If you will receive my promise, find out, get to know me. Speak to me. Let me speak to you. Things will start Change and you will not just survive, but you will thrive. As I end off, Jesus comes and he's in the garden and he starts to pray. And he comes to a place where he says, Wow, this is tough. Wow, this is painful. He comes to a place where he's all alone. Maybe you're all alone. But you know, the father made a promise that I will be with you. And maybe you feel alone today. Do you know that God's word says that he will never leave you? Do you know that he says, I will be with you? Do you know that he says, I know the number of the hair that's on your head. I know it. Do you know that he, he, he knows you even before you were born? Even, he goes further, he says, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. We speak life. Because God's promise says that he's come to give us life and life in abundance. I'm not going to be moved by my feelings. My feelings will stop me from achieving what God wants for you. Get to know God's promise. Get to know the word. Spend time in the word. Then, as you read the word, believe what God says. Then thirdly, do not be moved by external circumstances that contradicts what God says over your life. And then fourthly, praise God every day. How do you do that? Practically, you stand up. Circumstances might not have changed. 
but you've changed. You've allowed the word of God to change you. You say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for bringing me out of this. Thank you for bringing me out of the fire. Thank you for bringing me out. I'm not going to be moved by what I see, what I feel. It's not easy. But it is possible if you maintain and stand your ground, you'll start to see the glory and the power and the manifestation because the Bible says that God cannot lie. He's not a man that he should Maybe you don't know Christ. The Bible says that he loved, the Father loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Believe that promise. You will have everlasting life. We call you to repentance. We invite you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You're sick in your body, we speak healing. Because Jesus comes to the fig tree and he starts to speak not what he sees, but what he knows can affect the natural. He says, he curses the fig tree and the fig tree dries up. We curse the root of coronavirus and we command it to die in your body, over your family, over your colleagues. So call it, say, say, virus to your core, to your root, die in the name of of Jesus speak life over your children speak speak life over the business speak life over our president speak life over our care I know sometimes it's difficult I know sometimes you you maybe voted for another party but this is not this is not the time to 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 just criticize this is a time to say I might not always agree with you, Mr. President. I might not agree with, with me, but, but you know what? The Bible says that I, I need to. That's one of the promises that when I pray for my president, when I pray for our cabinet, there will be peace in our land. There will be healing in our land. And so we, we pray for you, Mr. President, Cyril Ramaphosa, and the entire cabinet. We pray for our local, our premiers. We pray that God gives you the wisdom. But also to the fathers and the mothers and the families we pray, please find out the promises in God's word and let he change, let him change your life. Now, if you want to make Jesus Lord of your life, pray this, pray uh, after me. Say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I ask that you forgive me of all my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Touch my life. Heal me. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. If we've been a blessing to you, please let us know. Let us know. Let us know how you've been blessed. You receive a word from God. We love you all the way from Silver Sands. Cape Town, South Africa. We love you. If you're ever in our area, in Silver Sands, 32 Rockingham Street. Silver Sands, the best place. The angels, you can actually see them when you walk out. They fly freely over this part of the world. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you next time.
Give God some praise in this place.